What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And we are recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 3, Episode 3. And it's called As Above, So Below. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our MVPs, our best lines, and we're going to go through the roundups that you guys sent us on Twitter. So make sure you stick around for that. Mm-hmm. I keep sending them out. I guess you won't know until <laughs> I was like, just keep sending them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep checking our Twitter as we go through it. And for anybody who's just joining us for the very first time, thank you so much for coming through. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. And for our returning listeners, thanks for coming back. Uh, can't wait get to get into this episode. Hey, girl, hey. So episode three, you know, we're three episodes in. What do you think? How did you feel about the episode? Okay, I'm just going to start right off the top, like just coming in right, right, okay, right like hot. Okay, come through right now. I thought it was good, but I think that it's like the first filler we're getting of the season. Okay, so you thought it was a filler. I know that we, okay, so I know that we didn't, I know that we got, you know, the introduction to the speakeasy. I just, I guess it just felt a lot more mild in the last two episodes and I... I don't know. Did you feel that way or maybe no, I'm just like I definitely, expecting a lot? I, yeah, no, I definitely felt like it was very fast. It was a lot of shit happened. Um, and I think I was going into it like not wanting to like this episode or like kind of finding things not to like. But I really liked it. I really liked the whole speakeasy thing. Not- I think I like love the way it all came and turned out. Sure. I don't know. I'm not saying that I didn't like the episode. All I'm saying is I just thought that it felt... Um, it didn't. I don't know. I, I guess it, I don't think it was a filler. I don't think it was a filler because I think a lot of shit does happen. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, it wasn't like the worst episode ever. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I don't know. It didn't feel as fast as I thought it was going to be. Or like there was a lot of. Okay. I guess the one thing that I'll say is like it was a lot of lead up. It was a lot of lead into like a bigger thing, aka episode four, aka the flashback episode. Yeah, so and, maybe and, I'm just. And that's totally more excited fair. about that. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Like d- definitely excited for the flashback. But like I think even just the way they set up the speakeasy, um, it, it all just felt right. I don't know. Like it, like Archie's storyline felt fine. Like it was paced okay. Like I don't know. It felt okay. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, let's, let's get, get into, into the it. episode. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, so Archie, it starts off with Archie in solitary, and he's getting woken up by the warden, or I guess like the, sh- the officer, and he right off the top says, no. And so I guess we're assuming that he gets an option to decide whether or not he wants to be tapped as the next mad dog. Yeah. And like they and just so keep like, using the word tapped and I'm like that's a pretty like sexual term but like fine whatever. Tap that, that ass. <laughs> but yeah, he's basically like no, I don't want to do it and then he's like okay, I'll see you in 3 weeks and he just closes the door on him. Yeah. So it seems that Archie's been in solitary confinement for 3 weeks, which yeah. is a really long time. Can we just be... quickly talk about the conditions of this juvenile detention center? Like, yes, like someone someone awful. please tweet us and like tell us if you guys freaking work in the juvenile detention center because like this place looks like it should be shut down or like it looks like it's from The Walking Dead. Like it doesn't even look like it should be open. Everything no, is old and like dusty and like it looks like from the 1950s and I get that's the vibe of Riverdale but like it's just nothing felt authentic like i feel like none of this would be really freaking happening in real life like i get it it's a tv show it's gonna be a reach but like all these things that were happening to archie i just felt like it was just like it was just too far-fetched i don't know 
Yeah, I just, I mean, I understand that they're trying to dramatize the whole situation. They're like, whoa, like, he's in jail now. But he feels like he's in a legit jail, first of all. He's not in juvie. This is, like, not a joke at all. No, I think he's in Um, juvie. I think they said, like, you're you're in a juvenile detention center. That's what I mean. It feels like he's, like, in a legit jail. Yeah, yeah. Like, 100, like, adult jail. Yeah. You know, like, you forget that these guys are supposed to be like in jail for petty crimes they're literally in so jail he taps for like, him for what exactly like what happens after that he taps him and then he's like come through come through and then he said no and then he's like no no no, i'm not down for that then right off the top thank you riverdale editors thank you riverdale producers we got our phallus moment right in the first like two minutes of the episode i'm sorry what phallus was, moment which phallus moment I, I i don't know any phallus moment what happened Cause, what do you mean? Um, oh. Nothing happened. So how was that a foul moment? Like, oh, you're calling out shade, girl. Down. What a let. They literally posted up in bed. No kissing. Like mild <laughs> hand holding. We didn't see them smushing or like ending at nothing. Like there was nothing. They're just basically uh. sleeping in a bed. You guys amp up this shit so hard, and then like there's <laughs> like he didn't even kiss her. Like take that in. They made us wait like a okay. two seasons for this. So here's the, here's the tea. Here's the situation. Okay, number one, I was not mad at it. I was so down for it, but I can totally understand your point because at the end of the day, like they're bringing Phallus up one hundo. I think the one thing that we have to remember is with the demographic of the show yeah, is that like, like it's still. a teen show, but like everyone's like, out here like, excited for Phallus. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like half the fandom is down for Phallus, and no one's saying like I don't want to see these parents make out and right. like have sex. Right. But I think that just like based on the whole show's demographic on a general level, they're like we can't get you guys all super sexy. So. Right. I'm just saying, like, is- and it was so, it, it was super cute. Like, he was like, like being all like charming, and he was like cracking jokes, and she was like, hee hee hee. Like, it was cute, but it was just like, you guys made us wait this long. I just wanted a bit more, like, yeah, something I, a bit yeah, more. Like, I get that. That's you know? totally fair. Yeah. I can totally understand what you're saying. But I guess, like, yeah, we got what we got. We do find out a couple of things. The first thing we get to see is Al- where Alice's serpent tattoo is. Um, yeah, which is like Major. right up on her thigh. Like it's like the biggest commitment of all time. Like that thigh, that thigh tattoo. <laughs> she was in that shit deep. Like you know that. <laughs> like that, yeah, for sure. Um, and we see a little jelly bean tattoo on yeah, FP's chest, so which cute. is kind of cute. Um, but then it got me thinking. We tweeted about it last week, and it got me thinking about like, where is Jughead's? Like, is does he even does have, he one? have one? And like, what do, what does it look like? Is it like a little crown or something? Anyways, we are only two points into the episode, so we got to move faster. But um, yeah, I think they give us the timeline, which is like three weeks later. So this yeah, is three they weeks kept later, yeah. and uh, Alice is like, "There's been no suicides, no blue lips. Like, I think we're good right now." And he's like, "Yes, nice." And then, like parent, just like child, the like the two like Jughead and Betty are also sleeping together but they're yeah. sleeping in the bunker which was so, so weird to me I was like ew I, that place looks I, disgusting I, like it has bed bugs I know it looks so nasty <laughs> and like it's it has like a bad energy to it like some kid just died and you guys are like fucking in that place like what <laughs> I know like literally Betty's like 
Um, do you think it's weird that we're in here? Yes, Betty. Yeah. We think it's weird that you, <laughs> you should not be in there. Go find Jughead's another place like, to do it. Jughead's like, don't worry, Betty. Like, we just didn't have anywhere else to go. Um, you can go to her house because clearly her mom is at your house screwing your dad. So yeah. your house well, was empty. I guess is the assumption because he says like, oh, FP, my dad is like doing some other stuff. Yeah, he's like, my so dad's So is the assumption me. that they're, they're like low key, like doing stuff together. Like, yeah. this. Yeah. Is that the assumption? I don't know. Anyways, got to move on. So, uh they're so they're still talking about the murder like after yeah. they smush, which yeah. is kind of weird, but like smush I guess time. that's what they get, like that's what they enjoy. And um he says like Betty basically says like I'm not really sure what the whole situation was. It was so weird that Ben didn't even scream when he jumped out the window and they're basically concluding that it was it's a cult, like it's essentially yeah. a cult. And um, Jughead says every cult has its king, so they just want to find out who the leader is, dun, so they dun, can dun. figure this whole situation out. Yeah, yeah. Then it cuts to uh, Fred at the jail, and he just wants to see Archie, and the warden denies him because he's like he started a fight, and Fred was like, "But that was like three weeks ago, yeah. and like, why is this happening right now?" Yeah. And then the warden's like, "I get to I get to decide when he gets to see people, and that's it." And then Fred's like, okay, cool. You're going to hear from my lawyer, like, aka my ex-wife. Where are his parents? Like, I just don't understand, like, how Fred is just doing nothing right now. Like, I don't get it. I mean, I guess, like, they can't give him a storyline. He's just, like, out doing God knows what. But, yeah, he's just, like, trying to get his son out of jail. Yeah, so, he's a try hard. Anyway, so he's cheese, whatever. And then it cuts to Pops and Betty and Veronica are sitting and chilling. But Veronica is in a bit of a conundrum because she's like, I'm hemorrhaging money, Betty. She's like, like, I'm up to my eyebrows is... in bells. Like, ha. In those tick eyebrows. And uh, Betty's like, listen, why don't you open up that speakeasy? Because it sounds like pretty lit. She's like, and... I love this woman. She's like, yeah. She's like, girl, just open up the speakeasy. Like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, no, girl, it's already open. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Well, she does. She does say it, like pretty reluctantly because she's like, "Well, you know, like I've had it open for a while, but like I've been waiting for Archie yeah. all this time because I wanted him to be there for the opening." Yeah, she wants to, like dance, which with makes him sense. And like, yeah, no, totally. It was so cute. Like, she's kind of setting sense. all this stuff up for when he gets out, like he can like come through. And also, we don't have, and I guess the reason why she did it this way is so we don't have to like wait for it to be set up. Like it's already set up by episode four, exactly. you know what I mean, or episode yeah, three. Yeah. So anyway, so the speaky's ready, and uh, yeah, Betty's like, "Open it up! I want to get lit. Let's do this." What do you think about and, Betty being like? Because Betty was very much like, "Girl, like, do you boo? Like, don't even wait for Archie. Like, just start it." What do you think about her kind of having that attitude? I think that it's helpful. I think as a friend, you want to tell your friend to try to get on with her life. And, you know, she's the best friend. She's the she's the best friend of both of them, I guess, in that sense. Mm -hmm. And she can help, like, make that connection and say, like, Archie would want this for you. And also, like... I got you, like, Veronica, I don't want you to have to, like, mope and be sad all your, like, all your whole year while he's in jail, you know? Yeah. So I I was down for it. Yeah. A part of me was, it like, was if cute. she was a little bit more, if it was Cheryl, I would be worried because I'd be, like, she's she's coming for your man. Yeah. But it's Betty, so, like, there ain't no Barchi right now, so I'm sorry about it. Um, then it cuts to school, and Jughead and Betty are just talking, and they mention that there's, like, a dress code for the speakeasy, which I'm like, okay, it's going to be, like, 1920s, obviously. And then uh, they see Ethel, and she's, like, hugging Evelyn. Yeah. Ever and ever, and she's, like, yeah. 
yeah she's like all lit with her and she's like just talking and betty's like what the hell like how do they even know each other and then betty has a conclusion which we i'm sure we all were thinking the same thing like what if the game is connected to the farm right and then uh betty says well let's just talk to ethel again and we'll be less aggressive like we won't give her a seizure essentially (laughs) exactly um then it cuts to pop's diner and uh kevin and like Josie. Kevin's there with Josie yeah. and uh, Pops is like, you got to dial like 642 and then you got to you got to go inside. I so love how they it's did this. Cool. It was so effing cool. It's like they kind of took a page from like the old school bars or the prohibition bars or whatever that like, you know, yeah, you have to kind of like dial Literally in. Yeah, it was so yeah. cool. I loved it. Yeah. So uh, our man Reggie is manning the door and he's like, password, please. And they're like, uh, I forget what they said, but. He gets in. He's like, close enough. He gets in. And uh, they're all down there. And the speakeasies, what do you think of this whole speakeasy oh situation? Oh, my God. I loved it. I think it uh, it looked amazing. Like, the vibe is totally hot. I just can't believe that, like, Pops had that huge space, like, underneath the diner. Like, right underneath. But, okay, yeah. cool. I'll believe it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just have to run with it yeah. at this point. Um, so, uh, Veronica's down there. And she says, welcome to the Bon Nuit, which is... Uh, French for good night, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So, we what did you think of the name? Good night. Uh, no, what it, did you think of the name? Uh, it was okay. It was fine. It was just Veronica trying to be like freaking like shishi. Um, yeah, she's I like, just I'm loved, French. and I think in this moment she sort of looks at um, Josie and Kevin, and she's like, "Look, like I have like jobs for you guys." Um, and she's like, "Josie, like you're gonna perform, like you're gonna like be the singer of." the speakeasy and Josie was and so she lit. lit she's like yes I've been waiting for this moment my whole life and like <laughs> in that moment I was like I really miss the pussycats like where is honestly Val and what was her name again oh Melody Melody uh, like I miss them and the fact that like there's not even a mention of them like it's a little weird to me and I don't know if it's yeah. like a logistic thing where like in production they're just like axed out like I don't know maybe their contracts ended and like they didn't get renewed but like there's not even a mention of like Veronica being like I tried to get the girls to come here but like they didn't want to sing with you you know what I mean like they haven't even been in the season so they far it's been even three been episodes mentioned. in that's the weird they haven't part. even mentioned it's like, it's like they literally totally disappeared off the yeah. face of the earth yeah like watch know. them be okay the gargoyle king like they're probably like fucking everyone up because <laughs> <laughs> they're so That'd cheese at everyone they're just on each other's shoulders, like, just walking around yeah. killing people. Uh, I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, anyway, so... So she then, gives that job yeah. to Josie. And then she's gives like, that to Josie. Kevin, since you're here, like, you can be MC. Yeah. No, she, and she, she for he's real, like, like, gives him a job. He's like, sure, I'm down. But only if I get to sing a song from time to time. Yeah. So I guess we're going to get a song from Kevin. It'll probably be like a sad Sam Smith song to Moose or something. Yeah. But oh, I'm just going to call it right now. But for sure, it's going to be. I mean, I think that people were talking about the fact that Casey Cotton didn't get an op- opportunity to sing enough in yeah, the last season done, like, during the Carrie musical. Yeah, I think he's done like Broadway shows or whatever. Yeah, so I'm down to. I'm actually down to hear him sing yeah. and like see where where they're gonna connect that. But right I'm down now, to do like anything f- with Kevin other than him being desperado. Hanging out with Moose, so, yes, yeah. me too. Agreed. So then they get a phone call from Pops, and he's he's like, "You got to come upstairs. There's somebody up here for to see you." And Veronica goes upstairs, and sure enough, it's Penny Peabody, and she's like, "Yo, yo, yo, girl, I'm here, and I'm gonna offer you some protection from the ghoulies." Or the ghoulies are going to offer you protection. And yeah. she's like, protection from you, though. Like, 
it's like this backwards ass like conversation that she's having. She's basically saying like we're giving we're bribing we're blackmailing you. Give us money to protect you because if you don't, then something could go wrong. Like she's th- like Loki threatening her, and then she's like go off yourself and she's like yeah it'd be a shame if your speakeasy and pop's diner went down the drain yeah and so she's uh, basically like threatening her like pay us up we're gonna protect you kind of right and veronica's like i'm not down for that then it cuts to jail and archie just gets taken away so he like gets a a hood put on his face and then he gets sent into like some area and then it shows like two guys fighting in a like empty swimming pool pool, and people are just kind of people are standing around them and they're like fighting and like they're cheering them on or whatever and he realizes that one of them is joaquin getting his ass like handed to him so hard and he's like the warden's like welcome to the pit and um he threatens archie kind of low-key saying well look at joaquin he's he looks like he's your friend yeah um if you want to keep him going then he's going to have to you, he, you're going to have to switch out and, like, tap out with him. And then um, Archie's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And then that's it. And then it cuts to, like, Riverdale, I think. Yeah. Then it cuts to um, them practicing out in the yard. He meets, like, all the other fighters. Um, and they're like, we got to, like, practice or whatever. Like, welcome to the fighting pit friends or something. I don't know. And then he's like, I wonder what happened to Mad Dog. And then the sheriff is like stop talking or whatever so it was just a really quick scene but i guess we get introduced to like his new life as a like fight club fighter like Like, i don't know whatever what do you think so before we keep going what do you think of this whole situation being set up like uh, with archie and the whole fighting yeah Yeah. um i think at first i i was like okay this is too stupid but then by the end of it i was like you know what i don't mind it it's giving him something to do and like Otherwise, what was he going to be doing? You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to play football, like, the whole time. So, like, it just kind of made sense, you know? I don't know. Like, maybe just give KJ Apa a break and, like, focus on no, other stuff. No, because like, I, I think this episode, I really felt bad for him. Like, I really, I was, like, by the end, I was, like, I, this poor kid. Like, everyone's, like, getting so lit and, like, having fun at the speakeasy. And he's just, like, getting his ass beat. Like, it just made me feel okay. so bad for him. We'll talk about it after, like, as we get through the rest of the episode. But I have, I feel no ways about the fact that he's missing out on life right now because of the fact that he got his ass in jail because of himself. No, I know. It's true. It's just, like, seeing it happen, so, like, it's, like, I ha- sad. So, like, I literally have zero sympathy, sympathy for him, and we'll talk about it at the end of the episode. But anyway, um, so, yeah, he's in jail, and then it cuts to school, and Veronica goes and sees Cheryl and Tony, and they're, like, super lovey-dovey. Like, Shoney's, like, oh, on, like, so its cute. best life yeah, right now. Seriously. And they're just, like, living their best life. And Veronica says, I need your help to pass out some of these flyers. Um, for our speakeasy if you do this then you guys will get in for free so like this speakeasy is like a legit business situation um and she's like you guys can get in for free and then make sure you bring sweet pea and fangs yeah. like one hundo which by the what way did you they didn't of- even show up i didn't even see them there i think they were like in the background oh. while josie was singing oh, yeah okay. like i think there is like one shot of them just like being like yes and like sweet peas sweet peas like yes my girl's up there <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just I felt like it was really random that they singled those two people out though specifically. Yeah. But sure, fine, whatever. Uh, Shoni's doing that, and then it cuts to uh, Betty 
Jugs and like they're talking to Ethel in class. Yeah. And, and Ethel just apologize, doesn't look good. Like she looks like she's she's not doing good right now. Yeah, I mean she's cheese probably at the same time uh, because like her boyfriend, her fake boyfriend is dead. Yeah. But also like I don't know, she went to she went to the hospital because she had seizures. So they apologize, say like we were just trying to help, and then she's like, "Yeah, like you helped my boyfriend jump out a window." Yeah. I'm you like, your boyfriend him. was insane. Like obviously. Um, and then and, Betty's like. Uh, Okay, but she's like, we saw you like talking to um, what's her face, Evelyn. Evelyn, and then like Ethel's eyes lit up. She's like, Evelyn, Evelyn's the best. Like we're like best friends. And Betty's like, bitch, what? She's like like she's, she just came to school like last week. Like how are you gonna be best friends with her? Yeah, and she's like, she's helping. She's got a club like about the farm, and she's just like being helpful and stuff. And apparently, like, like Evelyn's, should... Evelyn's like a doctor because she's like, don't take the pills, like, don't take medication. I don't know what kind yeah, of call this is. It sounds like a, it sounds like a you know what call, but I'm not gonna say it because. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> it definitely sounds like a one. Of, yeah, like that definitely. cult. <laughs> it sound it rhymes with iontology. Iontology, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. And then uh, it cuts to so bug so Jughead starts asking a bunch of questions about the uh, like so basically this whole situation, what they the game. want like basically what Jughead wants is the rule book slash the scripture of this game, right? Because he's like, once we get the the rule book, he's like, we can establish like kind of maybe how to stop it or like what leads to what right um and obviously his only way to get that rule book is like to ask ethel to be like yo can i have yours like obviously you have one um right and then in that moment she like turns up she's like don't she's like my name is princess ethelene she's like don't even call me that you're not even worthy to call me that so she's like well yeah that's what he was he's trying to like move in and be like yo like we heard something about being reunited in the kingdom. Like, can you please help us, Princess Ethelene? She's like, how dare you call me Princess Ethelene? Like, you cannot say that to me. You cannot have like, this king so... scripture. Like, it was really weird. But like, she was talking in, it like, was weird. all the terminology of the game. Yeah. It was weird, but it was also, like, kind of cute because you can see, like, Jughead's, like, trying really hard yeah. to, like, ask her for her help. She, he's like, I want to be worthy. But, like, Loki, yeah, he, like, like, doesn't care about this her. game. And then I think um, she chooses she chooses Jughead. She's like, okay, like... She's like, come through. She's like, come tonight. And she's like, whatever. Like, I'll show you. And like, Betty's still in the background. And she's like, no, sorry, Betty. Like, you're you're never gonna be worthy. So like, whatever. Like, don't even. Try. <laughs> it was such a tight moment. She Betty's literally like, was wow. like, no matter how hard you try, you'll never be yeah, a part of it. And I was like, That's like so Betty's savage. like, damn. Betty's like, whatever. I got other stuff to do anyways. <laughs> <laughs> she fully got denied, like, rejected guys, by Ethel Princess Ethel. Just on a next level. Like, I don't know where Ethel. I, I know where she came from, but like, she just. I don't know. She's coming like, in hard. She's coming in real hard. She's like, feeling herself real good. When they were writing her character this season in the writer's room, they're like, yo, they took Ethel's name. They like freaking just threw it on the wall. And they're like, this bitch is going to go through everything <laughs> and mess up with everyone. Like, it's, she's just crazy. It's so like, true. She's all yeah, over she's the insane. place. Then it cuts to the pop pop diner and Reggie is shirtless for Why no is apparent he shirtless? reason. Shirtless, like he's like, literally bringing down boxes. <laughs> you're unboxing stuff. Like there's no need for you to have no shirt on. He's but so we're down. I but like him. I'm just saying, I love him. In this like it's just hilarious. So then they're opening up the boxes and then suddenly they see that like instead of the shipment that they wanted to get, they're getting jingle jangle. So it's yeah. like all like the straws that we saw from last season. Yeah. And they're like, what the F are these doing here? We're getting set up. And then suddenly out of nowhere, um, they get a phone call from Pop saying, 
oh, yo, like, Sheriff Minetta's just upstairs. We need to, like, you need to come upstairs. And then now, like, Reggie has to get rid of it because he's, like, freaking out. He's like, yo, like, I can't get seen with all this, like, all these drugs. Obviously, like, my mom's going to get mad at me. He's like, my mom is going to get mad at me. Um, She's like, get rid of it. I'll try to, like, keep him him. upstairs for a little bit longer. Like, stall him. And so then he meets uh, up with Veronica and he's like, I'm doing an inspection. And uh, he's basically sent she, by freaking Hiram or whoever because he comes down. Yeah, he comes down and he like right away goes for those boxes and he opens them up and like it's it's like plastic cutlery. So like I guess Reggie did work and like actually switched it out. And he's like, oh, he, like, he's like, there's no contraband. He's like, fine. He's like, well, he's like, you know, I still need my payout and like you got to like like his whole conversation. I was like, taking you're talking to a 16 year old girl right now, like. Yeah, this is so weird. How does she even own her own business? Like, <laughs> this is so weird. The cops asking her for a payout. Like, I don't know. Like, all right, okay. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, he dips, and then Reggie and Veronica are like, "Yo, that was obviously my dad." Like, yeah. <laughs> like we gotta He's figure like, the situation out. <laughs> It's like your dad is setting you up. She's like, true, me too. I know that. Um, and so then it cuts to Betty at school, and she's looking for Evelyn in the, the uh, like group. club that she made. Yeah. So apparently, like and Evelyn makes this like next level like peer group to like help students. And so Betty's like idea is to like kind of infiltrate that and you know learn more about Evelyn, I guess. Right. And so she tries to kind of low key trick her, just like Jughead was doing for Ethel, saying she brought pizza dough. Oh, I like really need your help. I have to, you know, like I've been having seizures. I want to get rid of the meds. So she's kind of leading into like what what she might be looking for. And Evelyn's like down. She's like, okay, cool. Like we can like do something. All she really wants to do is meet like the cult leader, a.k.a. like Edgar, her dad. But it's just kind of like this is the way that she's going about it. Yeah. So then it cuts to um, Fight Club. And uh, I want to call it Fight Club, but it's basically them, like, whatever, fighting in the pits. And Archie is going against his first opponent, and everybody's, like, lit or whatever. And then he punches the guy, and he, like, dies, like, yeah, right away. Like, like, he, like, yeah, it's a total knockout. Yeah. He's, like, KO. Yeah. And everybody's, like, dead silence. And then the warden's face is, like, stone cold. And I didn't understand why until later, but yeah. he's just cheese because, like, it ended so quickly. Yeah. And then um, as he finishes, he, like, gets back into the, like, into, into his, his jail cell. Yeah. And, and the sheriff is like, yo, what's your, like, what do you want? Like, what do, what do you want to eat? Because, like, now you got a treat because, like, you're, like, the new bat- mad dog or whatever. And so he's so, like, lit. He gets everybody pops, like, pops from Pop Steiner. It was so cute. And so it was cute, but also, like, I don't really care. So then he passed, <laughs> like, he, he passed around, like, all this stuff to all of his friends, his, like, new friends. And, um... The guy mentions, like, one of them mentions, uh, like, did the warden get cheese that, you know, the fight ended early? And Archie's like, what are you talking about? And then we find out, like, why that's the situation. And then it cuts to Shoney. And they're, like, just taking pictures in the dumpster, like, in the dump. Like, they're just, like, Yeah, where hanging were out, they? Like, I didn't understand where they were. I think that's, like, the serpent new head, like, like the, the new hangout. headquarters for the serpents. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she's sitting on, like, Jughead's chair. There's a little crown behind, it, behind her, and she's, like, Instagramming and stuff. It's kind of cute, but 
like kind of unnecessary but sure and then it cuts to veronica walking in and uh she's like hey girls i need your help again like penny came through my like place and i know that it has to do with my dad but i also know that jughead has been kind of like low-key searching for you know some like some leverage against the ghoulies all summer so i wanted to talk to him and shoni's like don't worry i got you girl actually as a matter of fact uh, I know some information that they were um, they opened something in the basement of the white worm and people are saying that it, it is like a jingle jangle production facility yeah, like a lab. and so she and she's like because I used to work there as an underage waitress <laughs> I can get you guys in and don't worry about it yeah yeah so then we cut to like one of the most f- hilarious moments of the entire episode I love when these um, yeah <laughs> Like, literally, it's, like, the love, exact same They're wearing the same outfits. For like, real. same exact outfits. When they like saved, when the they saved Cheryl last season, they're wearing the yeah. same outfit. It's, like, she was wearing something else, so she went it's home. It's, like, the swoopy scoop. Yeah. Like, yeah. She went home, changed her current outfit, put on this scoop neck, black, like, tight, like, freaking outfit, <laughs> and then was, like, okay, hey, I'm down to go to the white room now. Like, it, I died. I was, like, these guys. Like, 100%, like, the, the writers did it on yeah, purpose. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. They knew how ridiculous sure. it was, so they did and again. I love the three of them um, together. Like, I don't know what it is about the three of them, but they're so freaking funny together. Um, yeah, they're just like, so they go, so they get into the white worm. Um, and then we sort of see the shot that we saw in the promo with like Tony snapping a photo of the yeah. lab. So, like, we see the jingle jangle lab. Um, it's there. She takes a picture to have like the proof. And then. So, the one thing that did. I didn't really understand, because like we see it later on with like the photos. Um, that she presents to Hiram, but it's like you didn't put any people in the pictures, so really you're <laughs> just like Wikipedia. Owns, like it's because he owns the building, so like as long as he owns the building, he's guilty, right? Because there's drugs on the premises. No, but what I'm saying is like the pictures look like she could just Google like cocaine and like <laughs> screen grab a picture. She's like, I got pictures of you. Like it's not like it says like white worm in the yeah, background. That's it's true, just like yeah. close up shots of like like bags of drugs like <laughs> i don't know like she should have like thrown somebody in there she literally waited for everybody to leave yeah. and then she took pictures i'm like wow you're an idiot so, so anyway true. whatever um well so then it cuts to the bunker and jughead is like ready and so is yeah like ethel Ethel's she's literally ready, so she's, lit. like ready to like get it in with jughead because like that shit looked like, <laughs> like a romantic dinner setting like there was candles <laughs> everywhere and like he was like leading up to this but she was like i'm ready for you jughead like anybody watching like you on lifetime yeah. it's like the same situation it's like lit everywhere it's like candles everywhere yeah. um and uh, I'm like, this is a fire hazard for sure. <laughs> and she's like, welcome to your first game. And I'm like, oh, God, she looks like a crazy person. <laughs> she's wearing she like, just keeps looking she's wearing like a crazier. fake crowd. Yeah, like, she... like, come on, guys, let's just book it at this point. She is the freaking like gargoyle. OK, let's let's, let's yeah, move let's on just with our lives. Um, so then it cuts to the Cooper residence and um, so right, the whole right farm before, is basically I think there. right before it cuts to them he she sits him down and she's like choose your character and he's like okay i'm gonna choose like this guy named the hellcaster she's like i knew you were gonna choose him the hellcaster that was like ben's old um character i was like oh here we go bitch like here she's gonna go like comparing her (laughs) ex-boyfriend with this guy now this girl cannot get any crazier like god she's so extra i don't understand what's happening 
So anyway, whatever. So then it cuts to the Cooper residence and Betty gets home and she's like, mom, why are there so many people parked out the front? And then she realizes that the entire farm is like sitting (laughs) inside the freaking living room. And uh, she's like, oh, hi, guys. And Evelyn's like, oh, I thought it was she's like, oh, I just just thought I would bring everybody in because this can be your first like testimonial. And Betty's like, "Okay, cool. Everybody's here. But like, where's Edgar? And then like everyone starts Alice laughing. Like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, like, she's oh. like, you can't just meet her like that. Like she's like, there's levels to this shit. <laughs> like basically, she's like, there's levels. You can't just go and meet the master. She's like, you gotta like pass your so, level. I'm like, this shit is like Scientology. This is too crazy. Like this is like, like- basically it's Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> uh, then it it turns out that like they know all of her deepest darkest secrets like she knows all about the murder that happened in so the house basically, yeah like one of the things that you have to do to like cleanse yourself it's so effing weird to cleanse yourself it's Scientology guys yeah <laughs> like, to cleanse yourself you have to tell everything like you've done in your life that's like been bad so of course like Alice just spills her effing guts about everything that's happened in season 2 and season yeah. 1 but like it's pretty dark ish but then we also find out something that Betty isn't aware of just yet and um she's like so because Betty kind of loses it she was like oh you're telling all these secrets like how about we talk about the fact that there was like two kids that died just three weeks ago and like they were playing this game griffins and gargoyles like why don't we talk about that huh and Evelyn's like actually the first time that we heard about griffins and gargoyles was from your mom so she got the tea and we got the tea too and you don't got the tea so she got pretty cheesed about that and then Betty's like mom how do you know about that and then Alice is like honestly never mind you shouldn't be part of this club like you're weird and then (laughs) Betty starts to feel like really faint and then she like has to go upstairs and everybody's like what's going on with her um what do you think that whole situation was though like Betty about to faint again I don't know I think it's almost like I don't know I don't know it's almost like when she talks about the game she gets too overwhelmed but then I'm like, what would ha- like? Why would that make her faint? She's like high blood yeah. pressure. Basically, she did say she did tell Evelyn before, or was it Ethel that she was like weaning off the medication, or was that just a lie? Right. I don't know. I feel like it was just a lie to like get in on it, like to get in yeah. on that situation. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what her drug situation is right now. Like Betty, are you taking drugs? Yeah, yo, I don't let know. us know. Like one or two pills a night. Like what's going? What's the thing? Like what's the holler tweet tweet us out codeine um so then it cuts to jughead and ethel again and they're in the bunker and now he has to decide like which goblet to drink from so she like pulls off this like little cloth and she's like drink one of the gob from one of the goblets and he's like are you fucking crazy i'm not gonna drink one of those like that like one of them has cyanide in and it she's and she's like, like no. shut up hellcaster you gotta listen to me and kiss me on the lips <laughs> yeah basically but that, she's but. like yeah be- before she, before she says <laughs> before that she's <laughs> basically because she basically does say that but uh-huh. before she said that she's like no it's not cyanide it's gargoyle blood and this this and this it's just like some dumb shit happening and then um finally he's like okay fine like i'll drink the damn cup he chooses like the griffin on on like the, th- the cup and then he drinks it and his lips turn blue and he's fine. He's so like, I don't I'm get good. it. Like, was he about to kill himself here? Like, was he actually that stupid? I know. I was like, what are the options? Basically, you either you die, die or you don't or die. You you have blue lips. Like, I don't like what was he trying to accomplish? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you if you want to like, are you on like doing 911 on speed dial? Like, what are you doing to yeah. make sure that you don't have to yeah, die for this freaking handbook? So anyway, 
he doesn't die and then uh he's like okay give me give me like the freaking handbook and she's like no no you can't do <laughs> that me, until me. you kiss me and she's she, like give me give me your lips yeah, give me, give me those blue lips, though. And he's like, uh, that's not part of the rules. And she's like, you have to kiss the princess. <laughs> you have to do it right now. I'm she's like, you it's right not now, in the book that. because it's a secret rule. So you need to still kiss <laughs> yeah. me. Basically, she is the gargoyle king. <laughs> she is manipulating everybody <laughs> into like, doing into stuff for her. her. She's basically Sierra Burgess, but like the evil, ver- like the de- demonic like version murderer. of it. Because she went from like, I'm a catfish you to like, I'm a kill you till you kiss me. I'm a kill you. Like, you I can't believe me. how they've blended str- her Stranger Things character and like her Sierra Burgess <laughs> character and made Ethel. Like, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> actually crazy That's if you so think true. about it yeah for sure so then uh anyway he finally gets a handbook after he kisses her like for a very brief moment no one was shipping that ship at yeah, like, all I, I think and the riverdale account was like ethel head and everyone's like uh no <laughs> like shut <laughs> like, up please stop like, next. next scene please <laughs> next um but it's not the next scene because ethel like low-key like slowly backs backward and she starts drinking (laughs) drinking the other goblet she literally like tiptoes backward while he's like he's like because he's reading the book he's like oh yeah betty's gonna like love this shit and then she like drinks the damn poison she's like and like she's like i did it y'all i did it that's what what happens um, when you're too thirsty (laughs) (laughs) guys wait for the gif we're doing it right now Uh, but yeah so she starts to like feel faint because she literally drank cyanide she literally (laughs) chugged poison like forget sipping on that vodka like freaking you know she like chugged that shit yeah she's crazy this girl is insane so yeah he takes her to the hospital like thank god yeah then it cuts to her at the hospital, and she's, like, chained to the bed because now she's on suicide <laughs> watch. I like, she's like, why like, am I here? Why do I have to? He's like, girl, you're on suicide watch. Like, you freaking drank a bottle of cyanide. She's like, she's like suicide? I'm like, yes, yeah, suicide. <laughs> you tried to kill yourself. So, like, do um, they not just, like, I almost feel like they're in this fog. Like, they don't remember what they're doing. I don't think that's the situation. I think she just is so delusional as to what she thinks that she's doing that she thinks that by drinking the poison, she's going to go to the kingdom of heaven or whatever. Like, whatever. So, um, Jughead's like, okay, well, listen, the game is over now. Like, I have a handbook. Like, we're not doing this anymore. You're like, this is, this is it. And Ethel's like, no, 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 no. It's only the beginning. And then, uh, she says, "Like you're now like a Hellraiser, or like what's it called, a Hell Hellcaster, Hell Hellcaster." And she's like, "You are now worthy enough to spread his gospel." Yeah. She sounds fucking between that and the farm like a kid. Yeah. So then it cuts to the lodge residence, and we see like a standoff or like a showdown with um Veronica our, and our man Hiram, Hiram and uh, Veronica. Yeah. yeah. So basically, she go she goes forward and she says. Listen, tell your lackeys to back the F off or I'm going to share these pictures. And she shows like her, you know, Google images photos yeah. from um, where they're like close up shots of like the, the drugs and stuff. And he's like, what are you going to do with these? Like Sheriff Minetta is not going to care. And she's like, I'm not taking them to Sheriff Minetta. I'm going to take them to the FBI. Doe. I was like, girl, and what? Then- how do you know the FBI? How do you know? How do you have the number? 
And also, like, Hiram does not look shook at all. That's the thing with him. Hiram's, like, like, not That's the thing with Hiram's episode. I was, like, he was was annoying me so much because, like, every time she would, like, think that she's, like, getting her dad, he's just, like, smirking at her. And, like, that's so Because he's, like, ten sets ahead of her. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I think, think, you know what it is, too? Like, I think low-key, he's kind of, like, proud that she's, like, going toe-to-toe with him. For sure. But at the same time, he's, like, I need to beat her. So, like, he's trying to, like, fight that fight. yeah, yeah. And so, anyway, she's like, yo, listen, I want $10,000, and I'm shaking you down. How about that? And I wrote down, do you think that Hiram is impressed or scared? I think he's impressed. I don't think he's scared. Yet. I think he's like, oh, my little girl. Yeah, yeah. My little Miha, just, like, doing her thing now. Um, Yeah, I would be proud, too, if my daughter turned into a criminal mastermind. For sure. (laughs) As if I was also a criminal mastermind. Um, So, then it cuts to the jail, and um, the warden is like going on a trip or yeah, something. He's, and apparently, he's, he's going to the Jersey Archie. Shore. He's like, I'm going to Seaside tomorrow. I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. He's like, but don't worry, boo. I'm going to be back for your fight. Um, but he's like, but you need to make sure it like lasts longer um, because everybody wants to see like a, the, the thirsty blood. Yeah. What are you laughing about? Because he needs to Nothing. last longer. Nothing. Uh-huh. Okay. So then he's like, yeah, I like go at least five to six rounds. Um, yeah. And it just seems like the warden is just like, so weird. That's like what he I mean. like, like he was just short of like licking his lips and like slurping yeah, and like drooling. Looked, he's so gross. It was like creeping me out. Like the way he was watching them fight even like after. I'm like, this is kind of weird. Like forgetting kind of forget even like it's illegal and like fucked up like he looks like he's like in like he's like sexually enjoying this which is really weird he's 100 percent sexually <laughs> enjoying it and i just felt like it was like very exploitative like these kids are juvie kids, kids so like they're under age yeah. they're literally under age like they're in, and they're it's in just gray sweatpants wrong. like that already is enough for you to look at like why do you have to have them fight <laughs> each other like i don't understand because he's disgusting anyway the warden is obviously playing some sketchy game and then it cuts to Archie chilling in his cell and he's talking out loud and he's like I don't know what to do like the situation is pretty bad and then it shows that Fred is chilling in the in in like the jail cell with him and he's like listen you got this you've been like learning to fight all your life he's like but there's other ways and you I know you'll figure it out he's like just figure it out because I know you can yeah and then it like pans out, and obviously Fred isn't sitting oh, in the jail cell so with Archie. Cute. It was such a cute. It was moment. pretty sad. Yeah. I will say that was a sad moment for yeah. sure. But I was just like, okay, like he's starting to go a little cray cray. Yeah. I would have gone crazy by the third day. He's so been in sad. there for three weeks by himself. Like, damn, so sad. So then it cuts to the Cooper res again, and uh, Betty is like chilling in her room, and Alice goes inside, and she's like, "How come you told them all about?" the griffins and gargoyles before you told me and essentially alice like throws major shade and says i trust them more yeah, than i trust you Bye. whatever because even betty's like i mean betty's like um mom are you dumb she's like you're telling them all our secrets and like all our shit like they're gonna freaking like they know all our like incriminating evidence basically and she's like whatever yeah. i don't care the farm is like good like they'll help you she's like they would never use it against yeah. me or whatever and yeah, so basically she throws shade at Betty and then she like walks yeah. out of the room. Then it cuts to the speakeasy, like the big the moment, big and, like, reveal. the whole party. Yeah. 
And so then Shoney's like on Instagram. They're like using all the filters, taking pictures, they're getting lit. Did you realize that there's so many random moments where they were just like showing Shoney like taking pictures? There was, you know I, what? I, it I, felt very like they were pushing. Forced. Yeah, very forced and very like. We don't know where to put this couple, but because, like, everyone loves them on Twitter and shit, like, we're going to just put them there taking Insta stories. Like, it was cute. Don't get me wrong. But, like, it just felt very forced. And, like... Okay. Yeah. And here's and here's the thing. Right now, we're in episode three. Not that I'm expecting, like, a huge, huge storyline with Shoni, but now that they're together and they're happy, there's no, like, real struggle with yeah. them. They don't fight about real things. They're just like, no, our relationship think, is perfect. I think maybe we'll get that later on, just because right now it's, like, busy with everyone else. But, um, yeah. Like, it was just... There's just no... I just feel like there's no substance. It feels, like, not superficial, per se, but there's just no, like, real meat to the relationship other than the fact that they're just, like, enjoying each other's company and taking pictures of each other. And maybe that's it. For now, like, maybe that's all there is, you know? But, I mean, like, sure, okay, fine, whatever. But I mean, at least they have that. that. Kevin's out here trying to be like, I'm a singer, too. Believe me, believe me. Put me on stage because I got nothing else to do. (laughs) So, (laughs) maybe, like, like there's there's You're saying there's worse story going on right now. Josie lost half a freaking, like, band. So, like, (laughs) people are struggling out here, you know? Yeah. All right. We'll take the Instagram. I was too busy watching the show to check if they actually posted it on Twitter, like on the like CW. Oh Instagram. my god! Like the CW and it was like Riverdale the most Instagram. awkward picture of Veronica too. <laughs> She's like, "Hi guys, I'm at the Speakeasy." Yeah, like, such a weird so photo. Weird. So anyway, whatever. Then it cuts to Betty and Jugs, and they're going in. And Jughead's like so, so lit. He's like, "Oh yeah." I, He's like, I hid, like, the handbook behind the radiator. I can't wait to show it to you because it's, like, really crazy. Like, there's all these weird images in it. Like, you're going to love it. And so they're just walking down the stairs. They're looking adorable, obviously. And um, she even, like, once they sit down, she's like, ooh, boy, you got some, like, blue tings on your lips, honey. Like, she, like, tries to wipe the shit off his lips because his lips are so blue. I'm like, what are you guys drinking? Like, are you guys drinking, like, literal blue hair dye? Like, I don't understand how your lips <laughs> like, can be blue, blue for that yeah. long. And you took, like, two sips. Like, does it just stay your yeah. lips instantly? Like, I don't understand what shit you're drinking. Um, so, anyway, uh, then it cuts to Reggie and Veronica. And uh, Reggie's like, y'all, we got a problem. And... They go upstairs together, and sure enough, it is Hiram. And he's like, here's your gigantic portrait of yourself. I thought I would bring bring it to your place. On your opening night, I'm just going to bring over your portrait so you can hang it somewhere. So random. random. But he does say something really cute, and he's like, I know that you don't want to hear this right now, but I am pretty, like, I'm I'm still very proud of you for, like, doing your thing. Um, The one thing that veronica says that i still don't understand she's like okay fine she's because she's also like low-key happy you know what i mean like she's not like i hate my dad and want to kill him but she like so she like kind of gives him a smirk too and she's like i want to show you how a legitimate business is run but then i was like but is a speakeasy in the basement of a pop's (laughs) diner run by a 60 year old yeah, I don't know like, how I don't know if that's that really how that works. I don't think she knows the definition of legitimate, but okay. Whatever. Like, speakeasy in itself has history and illegitimacy, yeah, yeah, but fine. Yeah. 
whatever let's move on so then um they're sitting they're about to sit down and then she whispers to reggie like keep an eye on this man so let me stop right here and let's let's discuss veggie right quick what do you think what do you think about that pairing um well i know we've talked about it in the past but i i'm totally down for them getting together and i think because he's the bartender at the speakeasy he's like lifting boxes and opening boxes shirtless like i think it's just a natural thing for her to eventually gravitate toward him when she don't she don't got her like redheaded like sexy man beside her all the time um Oh, yeah, like, at the end of the day, like, Reggie's hot. Like, she's single. I mean, no, she, she's <laughs> You're like, single, she's single. Like, <laughs> she might as well be single. <laughs> um, and, you know, he's basically single. So, like, why not get them together? Yeah. I know that, like, we've talked about it, too. Like, we've talked about the fact that they're a huge, like, pairing in the comics as well. And I just think that season three, we're into season three. Like, I wouldn't be mad if they shook it up a they little bit. Yeah, I would kind of be... I would kind of be shocked if it like it turns out to be like some next person because I'm like if that at that point if you're going to be cheating on Archie or like breaking up with Archie then you might as well just do it with Reggie but because the one thing that keeps coming back into my mind is during the summer Cami Mendes during like the comic-con weekend she said to E E News that she's going to be getting an unexpected like love interest and I'm like Reggie's kind of an expected like he's not unexpected at all like we kind of expect that he's going to become the next kind of love interest for Veronica so I don't know like what she meant by that unless she was just trying to throw everybody Probably, off yeah. but um I'm not really sure what do you think of, of Veggie um honestly I like, like more than know, just but. like more than just them happening because I definitely do think they're gonna happen at some point that's for sure um I just love their dynamic like there's something really cool about him and her together because they're both very overtly confident like people and so when they come together there's it's like really good on on camera almost right and like i guess yes. they naturally do have this chemistry obviously like they're together in real life now too um it's just cool to see them together on screen we haven't really seen it really like this this much before um and i love that he's sort of like her servant in a sense right like he's working for her yeah and he seems really loyal and like her low-key protector yeah, like he's protecting her he seems really loyal to her so I, i'm loving that dynamic right now and like i can't wait for it yeah, to like I'm get into deeper into that sorry varchi shippers for sure and i'm definitely sure that like cami mendez made a directorial like recommendation that his shirt be off at all <laughs> times because sure. clearly yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Kevin introducing Josie. He has like two lines. He's like, yo, welcome to the speakeasy, y'all. My name is Kevin. Let's get lit. Here's Josie. And then Josie does a really, really cool rendition of the song Anything Goes, which is originally a, a Broadway yeah. song. Um, and she turns into this like James Bond, like sexy. There's people like burlesque dancing waiting, in the background. I was with waiting the for her to sing La Vie en Rose, Gaga style. Oh, <laughs> Gaga Styles yeah. from Star is Born. I'm sure it'll come yeah. later. But yeah, I was definitely down for like Lady Marmalade because it's like a speakeasy, yeah, totally. like 1920s. But I'm in, I'm to- I was but totally into the vibe of it. Again, she like, looked amazing. Her voice yeah, is amazing. She looked amazing and she performs amazing. But again, like I was missing the Pussycats. I was just like, who are those two girls in the back? Is that Hal and Melody? <laughs> you know, like Val and, and Melody? Like, who, like, where are they? Where are they? Like, why are they missing? They literally weren't even invited. Like, it's just so sad. Like, it's not even like a Josie. I got beef with you. It's like you are not even allowed on set. 
Like, that is what's happening right now. Like, they won't even invite to Cheryl's party. Like, that's just tight. Like, like it's that's just so tightness. true. It's just like, I don't understand. Like, and I know it, it must be a production thing. They don't want to pay these actresses. Like, but just pay them. Because now it just doesn't yeah. make sense. Like, like Sweet Pea was, like, in the back-ass corner. Like, just, like, clapping and being happy. Like, you couldn't just throw Val and Melody yeah. in there for, like, as if, extra if, work. Like, come if on. If you guys, like, our listeners, if you guys know anything more about, like, Melody and Val and their situation. And, like, if they're ever going to come back, let us know and <laughs> comment below. Because, I honestly, this one, I really miss them. Because I was, like, she, yes, Josie is amazing. But I think Josie's a part of something bigger. And just seeing her with her girls is really empowering, too. And not having them, is yeah. it just feels weird. I don't know. I'm hoping that the reunion, when they finally do make their way back, is going to be, like, epic. Yeah, like, it's so own episode or something. Y'all better come yeah, through for, sure. for them. For sure. So then, while she's singing, it cuts to, like, slow motion shots of Archie in the pit, like, kicking somebody else's ass. And he's trying to devise a plan while he's fighting. He's like, let's make this last longer. He's whispering to the guy. He's like, just punch me. So then there's just these slow motion shots of him getting his ass kicked and then him kicking somebody else's ass. And then it's, like, the sexy music in the background. So it was, like, this really cool edit. Um, And then there's, like, slow motion shots of the warden just, like, freaking basically jerking off while he's watching these guys like fight each other he's just weird and gross like anyway whatever the warden they've if you wanted to make the warden like super disgusting he's you've achieved it like he's done he's he's gross so then it cuts to jail uh like after the fight and he's back in his cell and he's like good job like the sheriff and then the warden comes in and he's like good job yo here he, he gives him like a bottle of alcohol and then he looks at the bottle and then um like the as the warden's leaving he's like you are you and i are just getting started we have lots of time together the guy dips like a freaking pedal and then he uh looks at the the rum bottle, bottle again yeah. and then it, it says like yeah, it says, like, Lodge Estates, and then he chucks the bottle, like, through, which is the shot that we saw in the promo. Yeah. He It, like, shatters everywhere. It's, like, a really cool shot. And then he, like, trashes the entire room because he's, he's so, so frustrated. Yeah. And then he opens a book, and then he finds, like, a little pick. And then I'm like, what is this, Shawshank Redemption? Like, what yeah. the hell? Um, but I, what I wrote down in this moment, too, that I want to talk to you about a little in a little bit more detail is, like... This is what Archie wanted. Like, he literally, I literally wrote, like, are you happy? Like, this is what you wanted to do. This, Like, you got yourself into the situation. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. It just, this whole situation of him being in jail is because of him. So I have no, I don't want to feel any sympathy for him. So when he gets frustrated and he's angry and he's in solitary confinement or he's feeling lonely or whatever, he's missing on his child, like, his high school you chose this life like that nobody asked you to stand up in court and say i volunteer as tribute yeah. nobody asked you to do that literally everybody recommended you to do the exact opposite of that that situation so i have no sympathy for him yeah, it's true and i and in a way it kind of frustrates me that they put him in this position just so they can get him into like a jail like a new scenario like i feel like it's a little cheap but i guess like fine like you know what i mean at the end of the day like i always have to remind myself like okay fine we're like watching a comic book television show but like this is one of those moments where i'm just like kind of eye rolling because he shouldn't be frustrated he should just be like i'm gonna take this and i'm gonna like live my best life because i got myself well, into the shitty situation i think situation. he does do that in the end i think it's okay for him to lash out and feel something i think um like i'm i'm 
the number one Archie hater. But this episode, I really was like, I feel so bad for this kid. Yeah, he got himself into this mess. I still feel bad for him because, you know, life is passing by and he's stuck in there. But I think the way he sort of comes out on top at the end of the episode just shows you, like, it's Archie. Like, he is strong. He makes the dumbest decisions, but he somehow gets himself out of them, too. So, who knows? Anyway, I have I have something to say about that, too. But anyway, we'll cut back to the Jones residence, uh, the trailer, a.k.a. the trailer, and uh, Jughead and Betty are coming back from the party, and Alice and FP are losing their mind. They're like, where did you get this book from? Like, what the hell? So he, they find the handbook, and I'm like, wow, Jughead, you are the worst hider ever. Like, why is he actually... Anyway, so he finds the book and he gets mad at Jughead and he's everyone's like, why are you getting so upset? Why can't you guys just tell us what you know about the game? And FP's like, this is the most deadliest game ever. Like, I can't believe you're you're playing it right now. He's like, your lips are blue. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, and uh, he he goes to burn the book in like the front because apparently they were like having some fire pit like situation out in the front and and so he like lights it and then he throws the book into the fire and he's like that's the only copy and Jughead's like yeah that was the only copy so like now I'm cheese I like freaking almost killed myself for yeah, no reason and Alice, and Alice tells him to throw it in the fire so clearly there's something yeah. going on that like they both obviously we know it but like they both know more of um, and it's something that like has scarred them all these years so yeah yeah um, the thing that I did write down is like, why didn't he make copies? Like, what was the whole situation? Well, like, why did he even time. need to? Yeah. But like, do it. Like, that's your job. Like, literally, literally, you almost died getting this damn book, and you couldn't make copies. But fine, um, somebody else does it anyway. So then it cuts to the lodge residence, and she like Veronica's like, yes, do- job well done. She's like brushing her hair or whatever. And then Hiram comes in and he says to her, good job, Henny. Like, you did good. I'm really proud of you or whatever. And then um, she's like, "What? where did you go? You It seemed like you left a little bit early. And he's like, I had some business to take care of. And she's like, oh, you like went and like moved your drugs around. And he's like, what drugs? And then she was like, Hey, checkmate. Yeah, she's like, like, I see you. I don't know. They're, I see you, daddy. They're, You're playing cool. Yeah, I mean, they're clearly playing, like, that game. Yeah. What do you think of, like, this whole, like, back and forth? I loved it. Like, I like that da, dynamic. Da, 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 da. Now she's sort of, You're yeah, into, I'm it? into it. She's playing, you know, fire with fire almost. And uh, I love I love his little, like, smirks along the way. It's really cute. Like, he's impressed by her for sure. Here's my thing about this situation. I'm into it for sure because I like to see their dynamic. But at the same time, I'm a little concerned as to where they're going to be going with this. She clearly doesn't want him to go to jail because then she would just freaking book him and then, like, get rid of him. But at the same time, he doesn't want to, like, fully go full blast and, like, destroy her. So what's the point of the situation at the end of the day? Like, the the Lodges are still winning Riverdale. You know what I mean? Like. Whether or not he's playing her, she's playing him, like, they're all still just manipulating each other. So it's not really a big situation. Like, nothing's really changed. Like, all that Jughead wanted to fix in terms of, you know, the Lodges owning everything, like, it doesn't make a difference. If anything, it's just, like, making Veronica, like, annoying because she's just like, I'm going to fight my dad, but not really fight my dad because I don't want him to go to jail. But also, he wants to – I want to get my – boyfriend out of jail but i don't want to get my brother my dad go to jail like i don't know what's happening like it's to me i just feel like i'm not sure what the point of it all is yeah 
But anyway, Uh, then it cuts to jail again. And everybody's like, yo, where's our burgers? And he's like, no, 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 guys, this is a more important situation. I was going into my stuff that was left by Mad Dog and I found a buck and there was a pickaxe in it. And he's like, I think this pickaxe is supposed to represent like freedom and the fact that there's like other stuff out there. And he's like, listen, there's a world outside of this and we're all going to escape. And I'm like, like um, escape literally you, or like escape like make a documentary and then they're gonna like shut down the prison and then we're gonna get escape that's what like, <laughs> that's what i mean because if you mean if you mean like physically escape i'm like you willingly went to jail <laughs> and now you want to escape like i don't understand like jughead literally gave you an option to run away to montreal yeah. before you went to he's jail an and you did not take that option and now he's like oh no jail is pretty bad i gotta <laughs> yeah, go he's like, yeah like, the conditions are obvious really bad. like <laughs> Like I don't, I don't understand like what his like end game is, and that's what I mean. Like no, you're but saying I think that he has like thing. another moment. I think here's the thing. I think what what Archie comes out of this with is going to be a whole new Archie. Like the Archie that we're going to see when he's out is not going to be the kid that we knew before. And I think, and I think like, I guess it doesn't really matter what he's like, how cheesy this this storyline is. I think what it does produce is like a whole new different Archie and a darker Archie. And like that might be more interesting to play with after, you know? I don't know, man. I just necessarily feel like there's he's not going to change. I don't really feel like he's necessarily going to change at all because I think that he went pretty dark last season and he's still like an idiot. And he's he's just I just think that Archie's always going to remain to be the guy, the kid with the heart of gold, which is fine. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, like that's just his character. It's never going to change. He's just going to get himself into situations and we're just going to see him yeah. either get out of them or not get yeah. out of them. Like that's it. So anyway, that's him. And then it cuts to the bunker again. And uh, then it shows them like having sex for the second time or whatever, like Jughead and Betty. They're still in the and, dungeon. Like they're still getting like, it on in there. Like there. it's gross. Yeah, it's so grimy. But they're like, okay, the game is over. Don't worry. Like no one's ever playing it again. Cut to like the next morning in school and Jughead is walking through the hallways and literally everybody has a freaking gargoyles and Griffin's yeah. handbook. Um and like everyone's reading like Cheryl's reading. She's like, what? This is yeah, lit. I found it in my has locker. Yeah, and it just shows um, Ethel, like, praying, and she's like, I did what you asked, like, everyone's going to play it now, they're going to join us, all of them are going to be, like, a part of our crew now, my king, and then, it like, the camera pans over, like, over, like, the hospital bed, and it shows, like, freaking the gargoyle king, like, moving his hands, like, he's alive, yeah. he's like... He's like in the room with her. Or and she's then it, just seeing the him. Episode yeah, ends. He's like, hey. Or she's hey just girl. seeing him. Uh, and then that was yeah. it. The question that I had was like, how did the how did the gargoyle king like even get into the hospital? Like wearing that whole sh- yeah. freaking shenanigan. I mean, hopefully like, he's, he's not like, really. I'm real. checking in to see Ethel Mugs. <laughs> yeah. Like what? <laughs> like what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we'll see how yeah. that goes, but it was a. It was kind of a weird ending at the same time because, like, I know they want to spook us. Every I thought she episode, was gonna die. Time, like, like, I thought for sure Ethel would would be dead by the end of it for sure. Yeah, that's what I was. When Jughead for. was like that, I thought that he was gonna say like, 
like she did it before like she went to the yeah. hospital i was like oh she like yeah. killed herself like damn but she didn't which makes me once again think that she is the gargoyle king like yeah. she's masterminding this whole situation 100 percent. like i just feel like she has to be involved yeah. if she doesn't die next episode then she's definitely the gargoyle king <laughs> um so anyway uh that's the episode like, kind of, like, overall, like, after we've talked about it, what do you think? Like, what are you thinking? What are you expecting for the next episode? Um, well, we know what's going to happen next I like episode, the episode. But. I think it was definitely, like, a lot happened. I think we still needed this kind of episode. And I think it just, it is going to amp up for the for the flashback episode, for sure. I don't know. I just feel like it was a little, like, tame in terms of, like, the excitement and enjoyment that I would have expected from it. But it was still a good episode. Yeah. So, let's do our Twitter roundups before we get into our recap roundups. We got something from uh, at Zipper Pole saying his best moment was Reggie's shirtless delivery service. Same. Uh, WTF moment was Ethel downing the poison. And then his MVP was Veronica for moving on and totally forgetting about Archie after the first scene. LVP is Ethel. No reason needed. And then best line goes to... Um, off camera by Choni and Veronica deciding what to wear to blackmail Hiram. Like, <laughs> so basically true. saying like, let's just decide what yeah. to wear because like yeah, their outfits were sure. crazy. Um, we have something from Postmaster Radio saying best moment was Veronica and the grand opening of her speakeasy. Her His WTF moment is Alice saying that she trusts the farm more than Betty. Yeah, that was tight. Um, MVP is Veronica Lodge. LVP Alice Cooper, best line from Hiram Lodge saying, I know you don't want to hear this from me right now, but I'm still proud of you. True story. Um, We got a tweet also from uh, at true underscore Nico saying, as far as we know, homeboy Jughead got laid at least twice in a span of a few days. (laughs) That's more than I'm getting. Way to go, my dude. Uh, That was pretty funny. That's true. And then we got something from Riverdale, the CW, saying best moment, Reggie, shirtless, holding pixie sticks and looking scared. Um, (laughs) Yes, definitely. Uh, (laughs) WTF moment, Alice telling the farm about the murder cover up for sure. MVP is Tony for sleuthing effortlessly, unlike Bughead, who gave me anxiety the entire time. Um, LVP is Penny. (laughs) What does she even want? Yeah. And best line is. Boy, Boy from FB. <laughs> Boy. That's the best. And that's it. Let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. My best moment had to go to our girl Josie singing that song, Anything Goes. It was so sexy. I love the cut-ins between that and the fighting. I thought it was like just a good edit. And I thought it was just a, a cool moment to watch cinematically and just visually. I thought it was cool. Um, what about you? Um, yeah, you're you're totally right. I feel like the way they shot that part of the episode was beautiful. Like all his fight sequences were were beautifully shot. But my best moment yeah. was the whole like speakeasy introduction with like you know Reggie okay. like Tony kind of walking in, Tony walking in, and then like Reggie getting them. Like the the whole look of it, I was so impressed with because I just didn't know how I was gonna feel about it and if I was gonna like it. Um, but I think it all looked so good, and I'm excited for more. Um, more of that i guess in the season two wtf moment my wtf moment i think was the fred moment just because for a second i honestly thought that like maybe the warden let him in to like see his son for a minute 
And then I was oh, like, okay. oh, like, wait, is he like visiting him? And then I'm like, and then when it panned out, I was like, oh my God, that was so cute. It was such a it's cute like, no way, moment. No way, yeah. My WTF moment is the final shot because I just thought I was like, what yes, the F for is sure, happening? For sure. She's like praying to like a freaking God that's in her room. Like but where are her parents? Her, her parents like, are not even in the room happening. with her. Literally the worst parents ever. Like we get it. Your parent, your dad like has no money, but like can he <laughs> take care of you? Um, <laughs> MVP. Who is your MVP? My MVP is gonna go to our girl Veronica. I think she absolutely like slayed this episode. She was on top of every single like aspect. She went and did it. She did it on her own. You know, like she just got everything done. I'm actually going to one up you and say she didn't quite do it on her own because my MVP is going to Reggie freaking Mantle for the first time ever coming out of J Lag's lips. It's Reggie. I'm into him. I think that he's stepping forward, not even just as like her protector, but also I think that he his character is starting to like build up a little bit better he was such a waste case last season and seeing him in this role as this kind of like cool badass like bodyguard type of guy like i'm into it i'm i'm re- i'm honestly super ready for yeah veggie i'm to happen. Like, yeah i'm for sure i know sure. that i'm for sure reggie Varchi fans are like <laughs> i'm for sure reggie <laughs> Var- <laughs> you're like i reggie yes please uh, putting it on no i know that like Varchi shippers are like unsubscribing as we speak, but you know, like guys, it is the way it's the good show's to spice it up a little bit, shake it up, toss it around, yeah, and then put it put it in the <laughs> oven and let it sit for a bit. So like, it's all and good. Put it in yeah. your mouth. LVP. My LVP is gonna go to Fred and Mary Andrews. I think they are literally the worst effing parents ever. <laughs> like their son is literally like like crumbling in jail, and Mary's just like in <laughs> Chicago. Like she's not even there. Like she's just I just chilling. can't. I can't. She's I can't. chilling. My LVP is gonna go to Ethel just because I feel like she, like over the yeah, last two episodes, she's come out of effing nowhere and she's still a waste case. She almost like poisoned herself for no reason. If she's not a part of this gargoyle king situation, like legitimately, I'm gonna be like, what yeah. the hell's happening? Like at this Why point, she, she should be the gargoyle the king because it's like, girl, you did right at least. Like you did something. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you know what it is. Actually, I think that the, I f- I hope that the mystery is that she is, and then she goes on the run. Ooh. Like I'm down for like a murder mystery that like allows her to just like hide and be creepy and yeah. spooky around other people. Yeah. Like they're like Ethel's back, but it's like also the Gargoyle King. Also, it's her. The, the best, best line. line. My best line. I have two, and it's they're both from uh, Veronica Lodge. And the first one is when she's <laughs> when she's like, I'm up to my eyebrows in bills. And then her second one was <laughs> her second one was, you don't take the subway to the Met Gala. I was like, this girl. <laughs> this girl. She's so, so shishy. So um, my best line goes to Ethel as much as she was my LVP. Yeah. Um, she said when she's telling um, Jughead to meet her at Dilton's bunker, she's like, just you. Um, she's like, sorry, Betty. She's like, no matter how hard you try, you're never, you'll never be worthy. Yeah, and it was like, like a, it I was like, like a mic drop. It was like, you're yo, so I just said that. Rude. Like, what are you gonna? She do? just got slapped in the face. Yeah. She's like that. She's like that gif where like everybody like gets thrown yeah. back. They're like, oh, yeah. like literally. Except like, she has no friends, so like it just be her in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> her like just jumping back and there's yeah. nobody there. 
uh that's the episode guys let us know what you thought about it past uh the people who got to yeah. comment uh, make sure you guys are commenting on youtube to let us know how you guys thought about the episode and what you guys are expecting for the next uh the next few i know that we're getting the big huge one um the flashback episode but it's not coming back next up next week it's going to come back the following week november 7th so we're gonna have to wait a week um we'll try to be around and do something crazy i don't know we'll see but um yeah we're super excited for that too because that looks crazy amazing very very excited about it And don't forget, guys, we have a crazy special event coming up this Friday, October 26th for the premiere of um, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina that's premiering on Netflix on Friday. So we are going to be hosting um, a cool night on Friday. It starts at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And we're going to do like a watch and tweet um, for the first episode starting at 8. And then at 9, we're going to have a... Um, live roundtable discussion for the first time ever we are going live to air so you guys have to be ready for that make sure that you guys are on twitter because we're going to be checking your tweets and letting us know what you guys thought about the first episode of chilling um yeah super super exciting nb and i are like gonna get our popcorn ready we're gonna get our like candy ready for the halloween yeah, time i'm really excited and i think it's gonna be an amazing I'm episode super excited. so i'm really excited just yeah. even for sabrina and then to watch it all with you guys because i feel like a lot of our riverdale fans are going to be coming over and watching sabrina with us so um be sure yeah. to follow us on twitter at recap underscore rewind our instagram is the same and just be connected with us because we are going to be dropping some cool content over the next couple of days so um you want to be in the loop so yeah that's, that's it, it guys thanks for listening bye, bye.